This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. It's been, it was two weeks, so there's a little bit of a break in the Hemshech. So we're talking about, we're learning this piece that we saw a long time ago in Eretz Chayfetz. It's just because he just brings a snippet from Arzat Chiyah, Perkhav Beis. Well, we have to fill in a lot in Eretz Chayfetz, especially from Arzat Chiyah. <coughs> and the Aris of Eretz Yisrael coming up will be doing Mitzvah Hashem, the Aris of Eretz Yisrael. We're talking about nationalism. Rav Kook, Rav Kook, in many, many, many papyrus, speaks about Lumius of Kedusha, which he sees as a very, very essential part of Yiddishkeit. And Lumius nationalism, it's not a good translation so much, but Lumius that is not by way of Kedusha. So we were learning in Chav Beis, you have know, the pages up to the last page, page 459, I don't know if you can see. Those of have it, if not, you listen. Here of Cook talks about Lumius that's not holy. Lumius Achiloinus. Achilonis, Chol, that's Chol. That's not Kaddish, that's not holy. It can go either way, like everything else. That which is tafke from the highest, highest place can descend to the lowest place. So if you have it, look inside where it says, page 459, Percha Beis, Masatchi, the page that you have from last time. Halumius the Loshner of Cook is in the dark letters. Halumius Achilonis, Yechilulis Dahim, Bezuhamaraba. Secular nationalism can become can become polluted, can become defiled and dirty. Zuhamarabah, with great filth. It's brought so much misery and suffering to the world. He Yechayla, so Rabbi Avinar explains, He Yechayla is Tabech. It can become complicated and confusing. And that, in fact, is what has happened. Rav Kook is speaking about non-holy, a non-holy, non-terro-mitzvah-motivated connection, a longing for the land, is a dangerous matter. <coughs> Rav Kook supports that, of course. He gives chizik to it, as we'll see in a minute, as a mahalach that leads to lumius of Kedusha, to a deep and real and holy connection to the land. But secular Zionism, secular nationalism, detached from Kedusha, can lead in many, many wrong directions. And it has. It has taken many, many people away from Taramissus. It has served as a substitute for many people to replace Tarmitsis. And instead of worshipping God, in the secular world, post-enlightenment was the worship of of the worship of one's nation, of one's <coughs> of one's people. That led to all kinds of radical movements. 
Nazism is a, an extreme example of nationalism gone wild, patriotism that has descended into the lowest, lowest place. So secular Zionism, secular nationalism, has, has for many replaced Yiddishkeit. We'll see the note in a minute. And in this pile of filth that comes with secular, with secular nationalism and Zionism and so on, there are many dangerous ideas, concepts, feelings, ruchais that are, that are hidden. Rabbi Nair just fills in a little bit. Apikarsis and Kfira, heresy, apikarsis, vicious, vicious, chayser, musarius, and a complete and total lack of ethics and morality, and the the importance of the the importance of the state is raised to a higher place than the importance of the individual. The individual loses his place in the world. The state becomes the ultimate. The state becomes the ultimate. The ultimate tachlis. And as a result of that, in order to strengthen the state, even individual people, individuals can be destroyed, can be hurt, can be locked up, can be killed. And this is what Biamenu, this continues. North Korea, <coughs> all these places. Apikarsis and Kfir that went together with communism and with Nazism and so on. Where the state becomes God, becomes the center of, of the person's universe, the state. Not not the not the individual person, not the neshama. The state is the most important thing, and this has led to terrible curses and fear and vicious vicious amongst our people as well. Of course, he's not hiding that, and he didn't. He wasn't alive at the time when there were leaders of the secular Zionists who felt that it's kedai to be mafke the lives of Jews in Europe in order to promote, <coughs> or to promote the state of Israel. This is spoken openly by, I don't want to mention names of people, are famous people, secular people, secular Jews, who meant well for the Jewish people, for Am Yisrael, but, but lost, lost their way. Just completely lost their way. The curses and fear and riches, the chesim, the sorry, unethical, Jews killing other Jews. And the whole story. Vim came. Ma lingalasas, this is Ravari <laughs> so then, what's the answer? <clears throat> so what do you do? So of course, there are many, many people in the world, God-fearing Jews, who, whose answer was not like of course, whose answer was that we have to fight tooth and nail anything we can do to fight against Zionism, to fight against any form of secular nationalism and Zionism, to eliminate, to destroy, <coughs> to completely uproot this dangerous, this dangerous tumma from the world. There are many, many, many Gedolei great tzaddikim, who are of this belief and continue to be of this belief. It has to be absolutely, utterly uprooted. It is something foreign that has distorted Yiddishkeit, and it needs to be completely removed from Am Yisrael. So the question was, Malasas, Malinalasas. This was the burning question of the 19th century and the early 20th century, what to do with all of these secular movements. Where, where people were, the young people were leaving Yiddishkeit and replacing Yiddishkeit with 
socialism and, and Zionism and so on, what to do about Marlene Lazarus. Rav Cook lived during that time. Things have calmed down a lot since then because people stop are apathetic. <coughs> as long as they have their uh, coffee, their Starbucks, and their phone, they're okay. So I'm not going into that now, but it's not the, it's not because we've come to a place like it's Sholem, you know, everything's gewaldic. It's just people they're busy with their they're busy with their uh, stuff. They're busy with their stuff. Wherever you go to a place where there's less Starbucks, there's more fighting. <laughs> you know, that's how it is, no? The less Starbucks, the more arguing the Jews do. But if there's more Starbucks, then there's less arguing. I don't just mean Starbucks, I mean the whole thing that goes with it, you know. Our little breakfast out on the on Central Avenue. You know, have that, like, in, like, uh, in Gula, this, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of arguing and fighting going on because they don't have Starbucks. I said this a long time ago, they should just try to have a couple of cafes and try to support them, get a couple of Gvirim to, and everybody, like, chill out a little bit, you know. Have like make some places for people just to hang out and to relax and take it easy. But poor people don't have don't have Starbucks, so they fight. But everything else, you know, this way, you have to. <clears throat> but it's not like things have been resolved here in the in, in the states or in the five towns. Nothing's been resolved. It hasn't been resolved. It's just that uh, people are preoccupied <laughs> with their with their uh, in Yonim there in the middle of making an extension, you know. The house, or they're going to handle the designers or whatever. They're making an extension of the house. I got more important things in my mind. Got more important things in my mind than the future of Ami Israel, you know, stuff like that. So, my later losses in the 18th century, the 19th, early 19th century, was not issue. My father said that. My father said that that. You couldn't walk like Dalit Amos. Those, he remembers growing up when he was in Europe. He was My father wasn't a little boy. He was already uh, an adult. <coughs> he remembers like the arguing, the fighting, the hacking was going on. But they called Kulitzing, you know, like Kulitzing comes from the word Kahal. Kulitzing means like outside of Shul, between Mincha Ma'arva, before Mincha, Kulitzing, like fighting and arguing uh, in the courtyard of the Shul, going on, the Zion is like this, and the Zion is like that. And this Rebbe says this, and this Rebbe says that, and they're fighting, and they're just, well, who's going? The ones that they're going, they're not, you should go, you shouldn't go, what's going to be, oh, the Kulitzing, the unbelievable fighting and screaming and arguing, it was like, it was crazy, yelling and fighting was going on, and people, I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to, I can't go into this shul, because this shul, the Rebbe has leanings to this, and this one has leanings to that, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, it was a very, very burning question back then. Like, how do we look at all of this? Should we fight against this this unbelievable this of nationalism, of Zionism? Should we fight against it? And, and to say that we have no shaykhs to this, this is not Yiddishkeit. It's not Yiddishkeit. This is not from us. We don't have such a thing. To make the country into the center of Yiddishkeit, it certainly is not. It's not the center of Yiddishkeit. It doesn't replace Shabbos. It doesn't replace Tefillin. So, so what do we do? Do we say and that it's totally not Jewish? It's not us. It's bechlal foreign to us. So there are those who have chosen to say that these people are. Are Kaifim and Rishayim, or at least the Shita is a Shita of Rishus and of Kfira, of its evil and its heresy and its apicarsis. 
disassociate ourselves entirely with these people. Which there are there are chalakim of Amistel that that have chosen to do that. So Rav Kook's Mahalach is love alone. Those are the words of Rav Avinir, but now we see Rav Kook's words. That's not Rav Kook's Mahalach. Avaloi Bahadov, these are these are Rav Kook's words. Turn over the page. Avaloi Bahadov, Oisamitov Nishmas Hadon Asliach. Rav Kook said we have to be very, very careful. We're not going to be successful by driving this Indian of nationalism, by trying to push it out of and to extract it from the soul of the generation. It's not going to work. That's not the Eitzah. That's not the Mahalach. It's not the Mahalach. As if everything else from Rav Kulkin here is the strong influence of Hasidus. His life is... Other of the Ikkir is to understand why is there such a Hisayrus, to try to peel away the layers that are impure, to try to love those Jews and to reach out to those Jews who are connected to this because there's something deep, deep inside of them that is drawing them to this to this union of, of Zionism and Socialism and so on, something very <coughs> deep that's pulling them. And and other other, it's a simon of, of something being alive inside of them and a great love that they have for the Jewish people so our our <coughs> our mahalach has to be not to try to force this out. That's we're not going to be successful trying to push this out of the soul of the generation to fight against it. So Rav explains because deep inside secular nationalism. Hazu, Yeshna Omnam, Zuhama Rabba, of course, there is in this nationalism tremendous, like Rav Kook said, Zuhama Rabba, filth, filth, and it's very dangerous. All the tsaras of the, of the last couple hundred years, the last 150, 180 years, all the tsaras come from this, this Indian of the state, of the state, of the state. Aval Yachadim Zayis, Rav Kook writes, Or Hashem Meir Behem, Ruach Hashem noises of them. The light of Hashem is shining within these people, and the Ruach of Hashem is bubbling inside of them. They don't. They don't like like Rav Cook writes in the Iris. They don't say the name of God. <coughs> you know what kind of a fight there was just to get on to get on by the by the Israeli Declaration of Independence when they read on that uh, on that day to get they should say Tzuri Yisrael. There was like arguing for I don't know how many days just. Well, how? Because of course the religious guys, the religious chaver, they wanted to have their Hashem Lekei Yisrael. They wanted the piece of paper that says Hashem Lekei Yisrael. Ben Gurion and his chaver, Bishum Eifin, they don't want God over here at all. So they came to this thing about Tzur Yisrael, the Rock of Israel. Okay, so Hashem is referred to as also Tzur Yisrael, but doesn't say anything Kaidish. There shouldn't be any word of Kaidish on the on the Israeli national on the on the declaration. There wasn't a word of Kedusha. There shouldn't be a, a word of Hashem. Hashem's name can't be mentioned. So the the religious chaver there, Abloy Maim and the rest of those chaver, they were masliach to get, I should say, Tzu Yisrael, the Rock of Israel. So everybody knows the Rock of Israel is not talking about Grand Canyon, it's talking about the Rosh Hashanah. So they were able to get, they, they able to get it in like <laughs> such a way. But there was a big Muhammad. It was a huge fight to get to get the words Tzu Yisrael. 
Sui Yisrael into the into, uh, by other by the American there's God all over the place by by our uh, by our Makaris uh, over here in America yes the Barishlam is everywhere it's every every coin every every bill everything everything is with God they're religious people the founding fathers of America were very religious people and, and God is all over the place but Lahavdul. When it really, really matters is, of course, by Jews, by Yidin. So then there's, there's a Muhammad to get to get the name of Hashem, and Hashem didn't make it into the paper. <coughs> doesn't say Hashem will okay, so couldn't make it into the paper. Even though they're not using the Shem Hashem. Of course, saw in these Jews <coughs> that Or Hashem is made of them. The light of Hashem is shining brightly in them without using anything Kurdish. They're not using Hashem's name. They're not putting on film. They're not keeping misses. But the Ur Hashem is Meir Bahim. And the Ruch Hashem is Noisus of Bahim. Umimela, Ravinia says, Kalni Sayan Shadhilo Yitzlach. Therefore, to try to push this away, to squelch this, and to stop this awakening that was taking place among secular Jews who gave up Yiddishkeit and replaced it with this kind, with this fire for Israel, is not going to be much Liach. Totally right. It's not much Liach. It's completely not much Liach. So what's the Mahalach? So it's always Rav Kook's Mahalach. Kim b'shtadlus nimrotza lahaviyeh al makaira ha'elyon. To use tremendous, to make tremendous ishtadlus effort, lahaviyeh to bring it back, al makaira, to connect it to its makaira ha'elyon, to its great and holy makaira, the source of where it comes from. So that's why Rav Kook spent so much time establishing the Kedusha ha'pnimis of l'umiyus of where it comes from, and that it's Jewish in its origin and its source. Not only that, but we'll see that Rav Kook says that all nationalism in the world comes from this, comes from our longing for it itself. The whole musag of, of connecting to a place comes from Taira, comes from Har Maria, comes from Bezamigdish, comes from Yishalayim. The whole musag of a state, of a place, and of, and of having a national homeland, all of that comes from Taira. The others were saying, no, it's Treif, it's Chazer, it's Magoyim, it's... Rav Kook says, no, it's not. It's completely holding, it comes from us. Yes, yeah, it comes from the Korah Elyon, it comes from the highest and deepest place. And Rav Kook knew Kalatar Kula, and he wrote a lot about how this comes from the Korah Elyon. And let's not lie, let's not, let's not try to deceive the island. The truth is that it comes from something very holy. It's a very great thing. <coughs> and it was not meant to replace Shabbos and Mitzvah, it was meant to, to um, enhance the strength in Dvek especially. How the rest of the world took nationalism, they took and they brought into the Zuhama, to the Zuhama, to the filth, to all the craziness, the insanity, what we're still suffering from. That's how the world took it. And, that, and many Jews have taken it that way. But since this is a Jew, we have to try to teach this person, to, and we have to try as much as we can to bring this back to, to the place that it comes from, from, from the Makar HaElyon, where it comes from. That's why it's so silly how much silly how much energy was always wasted over the years with whether you say halon yomatsumotu you don't say it. it's so silly. I mean you have these 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 uh, from people who are not so careful with mitzvahs and they're not so careful with sneers they don't dress properly but they scream and yell about halal all of a sudden they wrap themselves in flags I wish they would wrap themselves in some clothing doll you <laughs> wrap themselves in flags yes, they wrap themselves in Israeli flag why don't you put on a put on a shirt and a dress and dress like a normal Jew instead of going around naked the only time you ever get it's good to have your matzimut parade because that's why somebody at least wraps herself in a flag once a year it's the only time she'll be sneezed because when she's wearing a flag 
Soms niet zoals stussen naar van de kant van de garden, is niet. Dus mama's geisje things these things. Stussen naar van. Alleen when he says he says how he doesn't say how. I'm not diving with this person. I know there's some of these rabbis are crazy. Don't, don't allow to give money for this yeshiva because the yeshiva doesn't say hello. Like it became that that's the Indian, how you de- define whether there's a Jew. They won't, you can't support a yeshiva because the yeshiva doesn't say, or you can't support Jews or give money to poor people. I remember when I was a kid, and, and the, so I used to dive in during the week in, in, a, in, a, in a shul there, and, and uh, it was mostly modern cheva. And they were like these chassir, so you know, come and came in for money. And the people started attacking, I'm not giving you, you know, your satin. And the guy says, I just, you know, for some poor families. No, not, it's not, this is not about politics. It's just like trying to put some food on people's tables, you know. And my father was always so upset about that, and he would, and he would try to make care of these people and go out to talk to them. Even though my father is, is a very big Zionist. But 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 he is starting up with some old Jew. He's coming. He needs a little bit of a couple of dollars. You start to ask him, do you say how long you're not? You're You're against. You're against Israel. So say, well, what are you? What are you? You're young Israel. You're against Tzniyus. <laughs> you're against Avening. That's crazy. We get lost in these Irish guys. This arguments and fighting about what it says how it doesn't how. Jew Batsim is in love with Eretz Yisrael. The summer of Schusik Lenin, I'll call yourself, on the vibe we should love Eretz Yisrael. Atipim and Atipim, we had one tiny, tiny, of a percentage of a percentage of the love that he had for Eretz Yisrael. And the stylus that he made for Jews in Eretz Yisrael. And even for the issue of Jews in Eretz Yisrael, what he did. We had a tip of a tip of, but people such Amaratsim, they don't know, and they think that. That they're big, big Zionists, and that the Samaritans don't understand what he, who he was, and what he was. And the Havas Israel, Havas Eretz Israel, and he cried about that. That that, that some of the Amaratim from his chaver that they that they it affected his shita, which was very strong, affected their love for Eretz Israel. He didn't want that to happen. He didn't want it, but it but it, it happened. Of course, it happened, especially by the young people. That it happened. It affected their love for Eretz Israel. But all of these arguments are just silly arguments about the Yisrael. You go to the parade, don't go to the parade. That this yeshiva shouldn't get any funding because they don't go to the parade. What are you making that the Indian? This all comes from the Zuhama Rabbah that Rav Kook was talking about. The filth of the nations and how nationalism and that became the essence of Yiddishkeit. That you can't support a yeshiva because the yeshiva doesn't go to your parade. That means that they don't love Eretz as much as you do. You're a bigger lover of Eretz because you put a flag on your porch, therefore you love Eretz How do you know how much you love Eretz more than the other person? Because you put a flag on your thing. That means you love Eretz more than the other person. It became a measure, it became the standard of measuring a person's love for Eretz whether or not they, they, whether or not they prescribe to this whole Indian that's totally not Jewish, of, of all of these things, with, uh, the, all the symbolism of uh, other things that are not coming from the Makar el and the Jews should just uh, acknowledge the fact that Eretzisel is ours, and we love Eretzisel. Every Jew is mamish in love with Eretzisel. And there are different mahalachim about uh, how and what, and different sheetas and so on. But you think that you're a bigger lover of Eretzisel. This whole way of thinking comes from the, from a not Jewish place. It comes completely from secular nationalism that Rav Cook is talking about, the Zuhama Rabba of secular nationalism. To, to that, what? The music of yeah, where does it come from, the song Hatik? Mm. A big tzaddik, a big tzaddik. Also, where's the Bani Shulman Hatik? 
Where's the version of my tip? I'm not I'm not from the anti hatikva brigade. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> happens to be a nice song. I like the music. It's a nice song. But where does it come from? The whole thing comes from what? Shmeks Mapikarsis. Shmeks Mkfir. And, 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 and if you say something like that, you know, in the, in the wrong place, then they already forget it, you're branded. We're not supporting your yeshiva. If you're starving to death, we, we can't give you any money because you're not, we can't support your institutions and so on and so forth. All of, all of this, all of this is, is totally not Jewish. It's completely not Jewish. Where do we get a music that, that a person, that a poor person shouldn't have, get food, or yeshiva shouldn't be supported? They're learning to turn that yeshiva. So they, they don't, because they don't say hallow, they don't go to the pray. And vice versa, from the other side, to make a sin and to have a chalil, to have sin against Jews who are saying hallow, because they're saying hallow, and to have a sin and to, to make such crazy machas against people and all kinds of things that go on between Jews. This guy is so distracted. Rav Cook was so upset about all of this. That there's not the one second. There's not the Indian. The, the Indian is to make a hishtadlus nimrotz lahavia al makara ha'elyon. To bring to if these Jews are meshugah for Eretz Yisrael, it means this. It means they don't they don't know what to do anymore about Shabbos or about Tilm, whatever it is. They had a rebbe that didn't work out with that rebbe, so they wanted some other way to connect to God. I they don't say God. They really want to connect to the Jewish people. They want to connect to Hashem. They don't know how to. So they, they latched on to this secular, uh, this secular version of, of, of the longing for Israel, which is secular Zionism. So they took that, they took that up, and they made that into a big Indian, and they go crazy with, you know, the, with the Zionism. But where does it come from? We have to show them, we have to teach them. These are people that love Am Yisrael. They love, they love Hashem. They just don't know, they don't know that it's Hashem that they want. Because whatever it is they went through, they, already, they don't want to deal with Torah misses anymore. They had it, they finished, whatever their Indian is. But the truth of the matter is that 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 through that, Rav Kook said, through that love of the land and the love of the people, of the nation, even though it's completely secular, we can bring these people back. We could we could bring them back. We have to make a shtadlis. It's much easier to scream and to yell against than to make a shtadlis nimrot salahaviyam makarhaelian. They bring the makarhaelian. Instead, Jews are sitting around arguing about halo. He says halo. doesn't say halo. When do you say? He says, with a brother. He'll say with a brother. He's like these conversations, chamarish when did that secular, you know, entity start up with Kali Yisrael? Did it start in the 1600s, 1700s? No, no. I, I'm, a, I'm, I, I'm led to believe it started like in the 1800s or 1800s. Mostly in the late 1700s, middle to late 1800s. It was a process, it was a process. But really at the, t- the time, the American Revolution, the French Revolution, this all was happening at the end of the 18th century, and we're talking about we're talking about post-enlightenment, things started cooking. It's part of the it's part of what was happening in the world Bechlal. It was happening in the world Bechlal. And we, and we were caught up in it. Jews were caught up in, the, in, an overall, in an overall thing that was going on everywhere. It was everywhere. It was if I were to drop into a, a, you know, a Jewish town in 1700s, everybody would be Shoma Shabbat? There were people that the, didn't... The vast, majority, the vast majority of people were Shoma Shabbat. The vast majority, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, then. yeah, yeah, sure. It's, it sounds like we're saying now that this whole secular Zionism thing, in a way, of building the land, uh, and then you know later, you know, instilling Torah is a uh, a bidiyeda. That lechafila would have been like a, a combination of lechas kohenim and gai kadosh and boel aris and all that. I, but I thought we learned that um, like had everyone at all the yeshivish community and and chassidim followed or uh, Mendel of Etefk and the Vilna Don or Yosef Cairo and built up a, an Israeli government, Al-Pi Torah, 
um, that uh, that not, would not necessarily have been Olechatila, that I thought maybe it was in Hakitarana that we were learning that first the Guth has to get built up Dafka through secular Jews, and then the Neshama gets built up by the Torah community with the Hishtabah and the Dara Midbar, the Dara Mabar, the Dara Eretz Yisrael Kumbar. The whole thing that Hakitarana so the whole thing that Akitsavana was talking about, the whole thing is, is, is this is as a result of goals. We now have to go through this mahalach of, of through the guf. It's exactly what Fukuk is talking about over here. There's the whole program of Akitsavana is, and that's how he begins the safer. The first, the first, like 30, 40 pages are about how, because of what happened in goals, we fell asleep. Now. This is the way that we have to, because we have to wake up the goof. And the way to wake up the goof is through binyan haaretz v'chulu. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's, I guess you could say, it's a l'chadchila in the misgeras of B'deyeve. B'sman ha-mikdish, and that's why, that's why here the Chalvan talks by Rikas about how it was B'sman ha-mikdish, when these two things were shining simultaneously, where there was no steel between a Jew working the land and, and learning and... It was, this is the Lechachil, and this is what we talk about all the time. Sefi Yeshua, that's what we're talking about. Mashiach Ben Yosef. Sefi Yeshua, you know, uh, this, is, this, is, uh, this is the Lechachil, of Lechachil. Golis has driven us into a terrible, terrible, but they dark situation. And then we begin to, we begin to, uh, uh, we begin to focus on the model of how the Mikdash was, and then we go to Kodesh and so on. And since we're human beings, obviously, and this is a very big thing in the of Hashem, our, our instinctive way of reacting and relating to, to the world is through the guf. Therefore, the whole terror of the Hashem is, is we, have to, we have to get the guf moving, or else it's, the Hashem is just going to lag behind. It's not going to get involved. So that's, for instance, we find by the Chayzeh Shusilein, and by the Apterov, there are stories about how they would see the app thereof holding some gold coins and looking at the gold coins. And he was totally separated from anything with money. But he said that, he said that there's an Indian of the goof and to connect a little bit something of this world and then to go. And he would tell, the Chayza would tell people that had problems thinking about a Kajbar who said, think about your wife and children and how much you love them. These are classic Chazidish Atarus. Think about how much you love your wife and children. And from that place is where he taught, that's what the I was talking about Rav Kook and Rav Kook's house in the Bismedrus last week. Think about think about your wife and children. This year, this year. Think about your love, the love that you have for your wife and children. Think about the love that you have for the land, for Eretz Yisrael. But this is an age that we find in Chazir Saram. That when a person is trying to have Kavana by Davin, he should think about how much he loves his kids. Uh, in others too. The point I'm still confused about is like the crossover between, let's say, Rav Kook to Rav Tzvi Yehuda in terms of. I'm very confused by that. Okay. <laughs> but I just came back. I was like, between Yamas and Yamashlag, everyone's saying so many things in the name of Rav Kook. So, no, and no. we were supposed to learn no. the other for 20 years. And I, I, I was thinking, like, I never heard that from my review about Rav Kook. So yeah, I was confused yeah. about that. I'm very confused about it. And again, I don't mean to be disrespectful. Chasim Khalil Rav Tzvi Yehuda was a tzaddik of a Jew. I'm not. But there are many, many things that are different from what Rav Kook was saying. Many, many things. Mm-hmm. And that's Yadua, and I don't want to go into it because it brings up certain things that don't look like it's nice to talk about, and it's not right to say, and I don't want to talk about it, Sadiq. But there are many, many, many changes, and things that are not <coughs> not Rav Kook. And there was a lot of tampering that went on with Rav Kook's teachings in that generation, 
and we can open our own eyes and we have the ability to learn Rav Kook's Swarma Hashem. To learn Rav Kook's, for instance, I'll give you just an example, not Tafka Rav Tzihud, Rav Tzihud is Talmidim, and this comes obviously, obviously comes from the Rabbi. Like when you ask the when you ask about learning Primus Atar, Sisra Atar, learning Kabbalah, anybody that opens up Rav Kook's Swarma, which we've done over the years, sees that he was, there's like two thirds of what he's talking about, that we must learn Primus Atar. It's been completely covered over and misinterpreted and distorted and pieces hidden and tire is covered and not sent out to the <coughs> public to take to hide this thing. Hmm. Purposefully. This is Svar this is Shem Shema. I'm not saying it's not Shem Shema. Rather this Svar this. But it's not Rav Kook. It's not Rav Kook. There are many, many differences between the authentic Rav Kook and the Rav Kook that's being touted nowadays as Rav Kook. Like you have a little tzaddik and they did the same thing to the Grod, they did the same thing to the Baal Tabal Shantavitz. Whenever you have a big tzaddik, and they didn't do that the Rambam. Everybody wants to be a Maimonidean. Everybody wants to. Everybody wants to latch onto the Rambam. It's, it's not hundreds of years. It's you know, it's a father and son. When I heard so many things, it's an amazing thing. Book, and I'm thinking like it doesn't sound like a book, and I it's, didn't it's, have to put it right in my hands. It's, it's so amazing. I'm in a different country, but it's, it's amazing. Uh, That's why in that world, there's tremendous machlokes about how to interpret Rav Kook. There's been tremendous, tremendous machlokes about how to interpret Rav Kook. And it happened by the next generation after the Baal Shem Tif, within <coughs> a few years. After, after Rabbi Nachman and the, the Mizzich Magid, what's a, what's a true representation of what the Rebbe was saying? What's the true representation? And who represents the Rebbe? It's going to happen right after the Tzaddik dies. Say. While the Tzaddik's alive and he's well and he's aware of what's going on, so he can say, what are you talking about? That's not what I'm saying. Like I, I told you once that I was, when I was, uh, I was by Rav Gusman's Yeshiva in Yerushalayim. Um, and and I was and there was a Rosh Hashiva, a big time of Hoffman, that was saying over a Shia from the Rosh Hashiva of Guzman. We were learning inside the Kutras, you know, the Shira, and he was saying over on Kedushan a very uh, complicated Torah from Guzman. He didn't know the Rosh Hashiva was sitting in the next room. Guzman was was alive. Then. Guzman was sitting in the next room, and we were learning in this room, and he sang over the Pshat that the Rosh Hashiva was saying, and Guzman called out. I remember so clearly. I never said such a thing in my life. He didn't know. He's in the next room. The Rashid is in the next room. He said it. He says, I never said such a thing. What are you talking about? That's not what I was saying. I'm sorry. You know. And until Rav Gusson said it, he must have been—he was holding back for a while because he was listening to the whole. Sh- he couldn't take it anymore. It's too bad we don't have study. Then you saw some, you know, that the chayim, but they can fall out and stop in and send some message. This is not it. This is not it. Yeah, there have always been huge misrepresentations. The bigger that the neshama klalas, the more they're going to be—it's going to be grabbed by different people, and it's going to be the tzaddik is going to be misrepresented, and people are going to call themselves we're followers of this tzaddik. And the tzaddik's not here in this world to say, what are you talking about? What happened with Chabad? Chabad, it's unbelievable what goes on with Chabad. Such a holy thing as Chabad. And such a, the Rebbe is screaming, I never said these things. I never said these things. You could take this this sikha and that sikha, and you take a piece out from here, and you take out a piece out from there, you put it together, and you have, this is the Lubavitch Rebbe. And the Rebbe's screaming, I never said such a thing in my life. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? But the, you have this, but these neshamas davkil, the neshamas klolias, the klolias the neshamas, they believe the sabbath too. It's totally mis- misrepresentations of what the tzaddik was saying, misinterpretations of what the tzaddik was saying. The, the interesting question is, is this on purpose, or is it just, it's just a, an honest mistake? That's when it starts to get very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not purpose. 
and uh, and there definitely is purposeful distortion. There's no question of that. But the the, the, the break the Ritzvah Yehuda made the disclaimer that no shaykhs to see this. He was a big misnagi Ritzvah Yehuda. Even though when he was young, he almost became a bursar. But he became when he was older, he was a big misnagi. And then the avoid was to to keilu Rav Kook had no shaykhs to see this. It was purely them shachel the draw. This is mis- this is a misinterpretation. It's not true. It's not true. Rav Kook says in many many places. It's not true. He says it with favors of Cook all over the place. Yeah. But it's not true. And he himself was a Mizug of Chabad and the Grub. He himself was a living Mizug of those two worlds. And it's just not true. It's not true. <coughs> and this, this, this has happened, and, and that's why I said I'm, oh, it's very confusing. When you get into that Tzibur, and, and Rav Cook's name is being thrown around, it's very, very confusing. Mm-hmm. And many things to try to learn Rav Cook's form, but I'll try to understand them. That's... that's we have to try to do to understand what Cook is to, and I, to the best of our ability to understand. Right. I was once I told this I told this to, the, to some people individually that I was once my wife and I were once in uh, in a taxi with Nechama Leibovitz. You heard of Nechama Leibovitz? She was an amazing person. My wife was very close. She loved my wife, Mamish. She ignored me mostly. <laughs> she loved my wife. Remember, there was like something to say. She was always she called me. My wife's name is Michla, but she called him Michal. She says she would tell me like to be quiet, Michal. <laughs> so uh, I was once talking to her about Rav Cook. She held that there were only three people in the world who understand Rav Cook properly. That's what she held. I'm not going to say the names right now. I said them privately, but it's who she left out that was amazing. And I asked her, what about so-and-so? She said, Animati shall feed that tea. Only three. You know, Baomet, Baomet. Okay, so you get the time of there. What is the Chabalev? It's no better, of course. Yeah, and the fighting goes on. That's what, we, that's what Jews do. We like to fight. So it's, uh, it's exciting. That's what he said. Kibishtabas namos la vil makarel. The virus has cherished a pneumishema. <coughs> this is Rav Kook's way, Rav Avinar is explaining that Let's let's instead of screaming and yelling this this going this because let's try to be Mavara. What's the Sherish Apnimi of this longing of Jews to come back there to itself? What's the Sherish Apnimi of this need to have a political entity, a state? what's the Sherish of that? Stop talking about the outer things with this kind of government, that kind of government. What's the Sherish Apnimi? What's the inner root? Why do Jews want to, to have this place, the state of Israel? What is this Indian of having a state? Not that, why is it that the Germans have to want to have and the Russians want to have? Why does a Jew want to have this? Has it been affected by, has it been infected by the Germans and the Russians? Yes, it has been. But the Sherish Pnimi, where does it come from? It comes from Elokus. <coughs> the Lizard Banishama. Inject it with soul. In other words, let's find the Nishama of this. What's the neshama of this? What's the neshama of this inyan, of this longing? Never of Cook's words. And to attach it to the imat kodesh to the original source of holiness from which it flows, from which it comes. And of Cook didn't just say this. He, he spent a lot of time showing how it comes from holiness. So Rav Avinay writes, Kilamita Shodava, Halumius Novas Mimkar Hatayra. 
The truth is that Lumia's nationalism comes from the Karatar, from the Torah. But nowadays it's mostly manifested in ways that are detached from Kodesh, from holiness. Because they're like the secular Jews hijacked this because they're looking for a cause. The same way you have even people that are, that are marginally orthodox, but when it comes to anything with the state of Israel, that's all they could talk about. So they, they, like, they hijacked this Indian of Israel. Like they, that, that became their Yiddishkeit. If you, if you ask them, like, what about davening? What about Shabbos? What about Sneez? So, that doesn't do it for them. But the second you bring up the subject of Israel, whoa. And they look at everybody that's not in that place as being not religious like them. Or not as, as good Jews as they are. But Indian was like hijacked by that chavah. The Indian of Ahav is Israel, which is a, for them, it's something that they need because they're not connected to, in general, they're not connected to Yiddishkeit so much. They don't feel much when it comes to learning and the davening, so not all of them, of course, I'm not, I'm generalizing, I don't mean Khalilo, Khalilo, I don't mean, I mean, but there's a problem of connecting to Tarimitsis, so I have my Jewish thing that I can connect to, so I have my flag, I got my halal, I got my parade, I got my, my, I got my, uh, my, my, my apartment I'm buying and so on, and this is my cause, I, what about Shabbos, what about Yontem, what about davening, what about Sneez, what about, doesn't work for them, for many of the Chav, doesn't work. It's not there. They can't find it there. So, instead of throwing these people away, God forbid, and instead of uh, instead of telling them the truth, that listen, you you all got you got fahit, you're all on fire with something that's secular, b'sharish, just because you're a religious person, you wear a yarmulke, or because you you keep Shabbos, doesn't mean that this is that this is a holy thing. How come you don't feel excited about Hashanah Rabbah? Why do you feel so excited about Yom Ha'atzmaut? What about what about Sukkot? It's midrash, you know. <laughs> You could argue about halal yamat smut from this morning. You could argue all your halal on yamat smut, but halal on Hanukkah is for sure a serious thing. So where's your excitement when it comes to where's your excitement when it comes to halal on? Why don't you fight for saying halal? How can you not even come to shul? Like you know, on a certain on a rishchaydish or something. Halal rishchaydish is a chash of a thing. What's rishchaydish? How come people are not so excited about rishchaydish? You, know you know what a big thing rishchaydish is. How come the same person could walk around on Shabbos in a, in a pair of shorts, a little uh, shirt with an alligator, and uh, <laughs> holding his wife's hand in her miniskirt, and and, uh, and and if you don't go to their parade, then think you're not because no, I'm saying things that are lies. Cherev, tell them that. Don't tell them the truth. You know I'm saying the truth. Well, how did it come to such a thing? Where do you make that into the meaning of you, that that's the identification of Yiddish guy? But the guy is so... But, but, Chalzais, Lizvek Maneshama. We don't, God forbid, push the people away. That's what Fuk is saying. Adirabba. They're looking for some way to connect the Yiddishkeit, and they haven't been able to find it in Shabbos. Hashanah Rabbah doesn't work for them. They, they didn't look enough into Hashanah Rabbah. But, but they're, they're not connected through other things. Therefore, the whole Yiddishkeit became, whether you live in Israel or you want to live in Israel, whether you speak Yivrit or you don't speak Yivrit, where did it become that Yivrit is like the Yisrael, the Yisrael, the Chassidus, and whatever, where did it become that speaking Yivrit is like the you want to say it's a mitzvah, it's a Rambam and Peshem Mishnayis. Say this, you can say it's a mitzvah. Why did it become to you a bigger mitzvah to speak of it than to, than, than to, than to wash Neglavas? But to be careful to wash Nathil Sadaim the right way. Where did that become a bigger mitzvah? Who made that into a bigger mitzvah for you? To speak of it? Where does it say such a thing? Akedekach, the people, they look down on people who don't speak of it. They look, they look down on people if they don't speak of it. They they're not into the whole Ivrit thing, the whole Ivrit thing. 
Who made the Ivrit thing? Where did it come from? It came from secular people. Who says the Ivrit? Where does it say the Ivrit? Where did it become such a thing, Ivrit? That became the Yisrael of Yiddishkeit, Ivrit? Who said? Where? Lashakaidish is a mission to Lashakaidish. Who said it became Ivrit? The Ivrit be Ivrit people. That's more important to them than learning a Blad Gemara. So you have the raising kids that can't read a Blad Gemara. They don't know whether it says Talmud Bibli or Talmud Bavli on the cover. They don't even know what it says. But make sure to say Shabbat, not to say Shabbos. <laughs> they don't even know how to read the Gemara. But they have to know Ivrit. What Ivrit? They don't know. They don't know Ivrit. They don't know Ivrit. They don't know anything. Amaratzim, because the because the learning the Black Gemara became the secondary, and the main thing is that we have to bring up this thing that to make us feel like we're good Jews. It's not Yiddishkeit. Never was Yiddishkeit. <clears throat> That's the Amis. If you see somebody's getting all excited about things that's not a Yisrael of Yiddishkeit, why is he getting excited about that? Is it because of Hashem is or is it because of something else? So what Rav Cook is saying is that deep, deep down, it is Hashem is That's why we shouldn't, we shouldn't throw it away. That's why we shouldn't, God forbid in any way, push these people out. Chas but listen with Neshama. We have to inject it with Neshama. And we have to show these people that, that the love of Eretz Yisrael is not some a secular thing. The love of Eretz Yisrael comes from Mikahel and comes from Kedushas Yisrael. We love Eretz Yisrael because of what? Because, because in Eretz Yisrael we can keep mitzvahs. Because, because we can be Jews. In Eretz Yisrael we can live as Jews. That's why we, we love Eretz Yisrael. Not because we can be Kichol Ha'amim, like the secular Zionists wanted. That we should, like like Ben-Gurion said, we should be able to have it should be a normal place. We should have Jewish criminals and Jewish prostitutes. That's what he said. You can check it. You can Google it. And he got his wish. That's what he said. He wanted. Should be normal. Jews should be normal. Kechol ha'amim. Like all the nations of the world. That's why we have Eretz Yisrael. Kechol ha'amim. That's why we came to Eretz Yisrael. That's why the Baruch Hashem brought us to To be kechol ha'amim. That's not why. So the reason is because of Tarimitzis. And to be and to be dovek Hashem as well, to be able to have a base of So what Rav Cook is saying is that instead of pushing these people away, because it's not going to work and it's not the right thing, we have to try to connect them to the Makara Elyon, to where this comes from. And there are many ways to do that, of course. And Rav Einer explains, while Lenin will tell us how 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 we have to take these, these nationalists, these Zionists, who love the Jewish people and who love Eretz Yisrael, we have to ha- and we have to take them and to try to work with them and to teach them and to educate and to learn and so on, to inspire and to be close to and to be friends with and to all that, all that we need to do to connect to other Jews. And that through that, through that, they become more makushin. They become more attached to, 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 to Yiddishkeit. They become more attached to, to Torah. Okay, therefore, Kasher Harav Kaiser Betchilas Apiska. When Rav Kook wrote at the beginning of this Torah in our Shetchia, Sheish Ahava Hativis Luuma Uliskiyasa, that the natural, the fire of the natural love for the for the Jewish people, for the nation, and the revival of the nation. This will burn together. These fires will come together and will burn, it will burn together with the fire of Hashem and the fire of Kedusha. That's Rav Kook's goal. That was his dream. That the fire 
that the fire of 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 love for, for the for the nation and for the and for the and for the land should be together with the fire of the love of Hakadosh Baruch not two separate things, because it's one thing. It's it's really one thing. It comes from the same place. The love for Hashem comes from the same place as the love for Yisrael. Those people who just talk about Yisrael, but they have no shaykes to davening into other things. They're far far removed from these things, but from Sneas and from Kedusha, it's there's something wrong. Something that's gone wrong. It needs to be repaired. It needs to be repaired. And the same thing that needs to be repaired. We have Jews that are very, very much involved in Torah mitzvahs, and they feel no connection to Yisrael. It's also not healthy. Some have cried about that too. That's not the way it's supposed to be. There, there, of course, there has to be a healthy love for Yisrael. So the, these things need to be brought together. And when they're separated, when they're separated, then it's not good. It's not healthy when they're separated. <coughs> But this is not going to happen on its own. This doesn't just happen on its own. We have to make an effort. We have to work hard. To explain, to teach, to reveal the makar of this. For us, the Sefer, he brings in the note here, I believe that very, very strongly, that, that the way to see the connection to the Makar Ha'elyon of this Indian of Eretz is by learning the Svarim of Rav Kook and Rav Yaakim HaShachalah, by, by the Talmud of Rav Kook, those, those who were attached to him in an authentic and real way, especially Rav Yaakim HaShachalah, the Svarim of Rav Yaakim HaShachalah, the Memorim. He has pieces on Lu'umiyus at the end of the old edition of the Memorim and other, many other places where he writes to explain, to help us understand it the teachings of, uh, of, of his Rabbi, of Avkuk. When we talk, I'm just looking at the note, 1145. When we talk, and through Avkuk's teachings, to come to Amisel and to say, we all agree that we love our people, we love Amisel. We need to understand what is Amisel. So Avkuk, all he writes about is what is Amisel. One of the, I don't want to call it a taina, one of the comments that Rav Kook made about Hasidus, of course there were Hasidim that wanted to make Rav Kook into a Hasid. And, uh, and, and we were learning on our trip that there was all Hasidus that they made for Rav Kook. They wanted to make Rav Kook into a Hasid. One of the comments that we have from Rav Kook himself that he said about the difference between himself and Hasidus, that he said openly, with all of his love for Hasidus, he said that my Indian is is not just the individual soul of the Jew. My Indian is the nation. It's much more colonialistic. Chassidus focused much more intensely on the neshama of the individual person. Of Cook said, my Indian is, 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 is not only the neshama, but is also the am, much more, to come back much more to that picture of am Yisrael, of am Yisrael. And, and this is something of Cook spent a lot of kreichas on. What is Am Yisrael? What is the union of Am Yisrael in the world? This is, of course, following in the footsteps of the Kuzvi and the Maral. That's why Rav Kook put on the curriculum of his yeshiva, the curriculum consisted of, besides regular learning, Gemara and Halacha, consisted of learning Kuzvi and Maharal. Kuzvi and Maharal were, were requirements. Kuzi and Maharal. Ramchal also, 
But the Iker, Iker was Kuzi and Maral. If you were part of Rav Cook's world, you had to be somebody that was proficient in the writings of Kuzi and Maral. Kuzi and Maral. Because the Kuzi and the Maral are Amisel, they can so on. Amisel, Amisel. And therefore they were very, very loved by Rav Cook. And he saw them as very, very important as part of the Tchia, the revival of Amisel as a people coming back to our land to learn Kuzri, to learn the Swam of Kuzri, and to learn Kuzri and to learn Maharal, especially Kuzri Maharal, those Swam. And, and, and that's Adhayam. Mamafienosa. Hari Am Hazel, Lenova Desmo, the Jewish, the Amisel wasn't born yesterday. Ali Yeslo Historia Gadolavaruk have a very long history. Imkain, Hoven and Asaliras, Ma Oilamitach Historis, let's try to understand our history, who we are, as a nation, as a people. <coughs> What's the atzmi? It's not just of an individual Jew. What's the atzmi of Am Yisrael? What's Am Yisrael? What's Am Yisrael? B'derach zu tesgali ruach shevili imu yuseinu hava'aymer mitoich ha'biru v'hamoke b'nyonu shal Am Yisrael b'toich anachayim shal b'yichud yishalo and when we go deeply, deeply into what Am Yisrael is, and we help teach other Jews, to go deeply into what is Am Yisrael, then they will come back through that, they'll come back to the oysters, to the treasures of what Am Yisrael has, which was what? Terimismus. They'll come back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because, the, because of course the Nukudah Pnimis of Am Yisrael is HaKadosh Baruch But if we're going to stand around arguing about Halal, Yomad Smut, about bad flags and parades, so then, instead of getting to the Tachlis, which is a Kaddish Baruch Hu, we talk about almost an Irish king. All the external things. But if we, if, we, if, we would, if we would use this as a way to get back into the sugya of what is Am Yisrael? What is Am Yisrael? You have Jews, we were last Friday night, we were Zachary to be by the Kaisal, with our Chavra, we were there last Friday night, and there you see, you know, like Am Yisrael, here at the Kaisal. You know, all different types of Jews, Am Yisrael. And, 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 and each one has a different reason. What, why, is he, why did he come to the Kaisal today? But the second you start an Igan and you start a Rikud, so then everybody comes back, then the could have Pneumis, that they're here because of the Rav they're here because they want to have a connection to the Kaisal. And in that place, it's very hard to be dishonest because it's a place that's so close to the to the Mokamah, to the Mikdash, it's so close to the Avon Shasiyah, that there it's very, it's very easy. That's why the, that's why Meishustal or some other people knew it's a good spot to hang out and to bring Jews home for Shabbos, mm-hmm. because it's a place where the, where the Chitzonius and all the stuff is not so big, and the Pneumius is bigger. So you're at that place, and all different Jews, they understand that we're here for this, for this Indian, why are we here? Even though they think they came for this, to take a picture of the here because of that. Well, the guy is standing around of you see the difference? When you're, the, when you're at the Kaisal, you look at the guy, and, you know, it's not that there's any mission to do that. I'm just saying, you see, the guy that are standing there, you see, they're such a, they're tourists, it's an, everything is outside. And you can get the most secular Jew, the most secular Jew that, that, that his yarmulke is funny on his head, you know? And, he, and you look at him, you still see the light of Yiddishkeit in him. He's a, a, alive. When you look at the guy standing on over there, you see, right, you see the, the coldness, the emptiness, it's scary to me. It's a pachet to me to see the guy in Bechal, a Zuhama Rabba that we have all these going hanging around that, that place it's a Zuhama Rabba there's nothing you do about it but if you if you look at the Zuhama even if you see a non-religious Jew a girl that's that's also even over there she doesn't know how to dress properly and she's there with a boyfriend holding hands walking to the car so there's still something ah 
There's something that's alive, there's something that's there, something that's beautiful. When you look at the guy standing around with the cameras taking pictures, it's cold, 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 empty, empty, nothing. Outsiders, that's the truth. Every Jew by the coastal you see is an insider, and every guy is an outsider. Every Jew is an insider over there. So why did you come to the coastal? To take pictures? Why are you? What are you doing here? So instead of accusing the person of being of being some kind of a crazy kaifer and Zionist and secular Jew, like my sister, we just invite them on for Shabbos. Talk to them. Talk to them. Shmuz. Say hello. Bring them in. Have a shaykhus. Have a cash. Talk to them. They mamish love Amisol. They love the Rangshlam too. They just don't know about it yet. It doesn't have a Shem Hashem in it yet. It just says Sui Yisrael. But there's something, there's something that, they, that they don't want to let go of. They don't want to let go of. And our job is to, is to connect them to the Makar HaElyon of what they're looking for. And to connect ourselves. It's not like I'm saying this in condescending way, like we're there already. We're not there, we're not there either. To connect ourselves as well. I don't mean we're, the, we're like the heroes and going to save the world. Halavai, halavai, kulai, we should try ourselves to be a little bit more connected. But certainly, certainly to, to love our brothers and our sisters and to and to show them that they're manish, they love the Rangshul. And they say, I don't believe in God. It's not Bechlal, not Goyos, that at all. That when they say, I don't believe in God. Even when they say the word God, it has a certain sweetness to it. As angry as they are, it has a certain Masikas to it. And this, <coughs> this driver that we had on the bus, this Michal HaKoyim, you know, this, you, you talk to any of these Jews, and you see, just after 30 seconds, everything is a Rangshulam. That's how it is. So our job is to make this connection, to help them to make this connection. to continue. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.